0: Welcome to Chat About, sponsored today by the Bemidji Chrysler Center, Honda of Bemidji, and First National Bank Bemidji. The Bemidji School Board is meeting tonight. We'll hear from the superintendent, Jeremy Olson, and school board member, Justin Hoover, on Chat About. Hey guys,
1: welcome to the show. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: Well, let's uh, let's start with the uh, superintendent. Uh, he was just kind of laying out some of the things that, that's going on. One of the big things you'll be doing tonight is updating us and your board with uh, the implementation of our new strategic plan.
2: That's correct. Uh, What we're trying to do is, through the superintendent's report, we want that to be not only informative for our school board in talking about the progress we're making on the strategic plan, but then also informing our community about what's going on. One of the components of our strategic plan is really connecting with the community and uh, community connection the reason that we want to do that is because as part of the process, as we walk through the strategic plan with our community, there is an emphasis of wanting to connect very deeply with our community, um, be uh, staying informed and also being informed about all the things that are happening. And so as part of that process, we want to be intentional about our communications. So uh, during the strategic plan uh, or session of the superintendents report, We're going to be talking about a couple of things, one being our forward progress on student achievement. So the first component of the strategic plan is student achievement, and we have several things we're working on uh, and have been working on for several months, and then highlighting this month is uh, that coordination with our instructional plan. Okay, so what we're doing there is we are uh, working with our teachers on developing uh, priority standards, common assessments working on that that curriculum piece of the, the instructional plan to develop uh, a stronger instruction within our schools, which we know helps uh, students. The second uh, point under student achievement is consistent attendance, working with our um, county and, our, and partners to improve attendance. We know that when students have strong attendance, we know that's directly linked with better outcomes, both in graduation. So if we wanna raise our graduation rates, uh, attendance is a big factor. And so that's a focus of our school and working with our community partners. Uh, also developing a mentorship program. We're in the first year of a very strong mentorship program that was developed over this summer in partnership with BEA or association. And uh, we want to work with our, our teachers to develop strong mentorship programs so that we can support our our teachers. And then uh, the last item under student achievement that we've been working on here recently is staff development. We have a strong staff development committee, and we're trying to align our processes, our staff development processes, under the direction and under the umbrella of our staff development committee to plan our forward movement with staff development because we know that when our staff are fully developed, we know that they're going to uh, give our students uh, even better instruction. So we continue to work with our teachers on that, and we're very thankful. We've got a great staff working really hard on on these things. Um, the second component of our strategic plan is the student support and belonging. And what we're looking there is looking at what are some things, some barriers maybe that some of our students have in participation in extracurriculars, uh, participation in our co curriculars, because we know that participation in extracurriculars and co curriculars is really impactful to students. Uh, students that are involved in their school, involved in what's happening at the school, tend to have better academic outcomes. So we continue to work on that in addition to some of our responsive classroom and second step uh, programs that we, we have to, to build that culture within our classroom. Uh, so those are some things that we use or are doing with our student belonging. Uh, For district culture, uh, we know that during the pandemic, uh, some of those historical traditions were lost, and part of having a strong district culture is really developing those traditions within our school, and so uh, we're looking to be much more intentional about that, uh, not only in how we build ourselves as a as a district but also in that communication making sure that we're honest and transparent in our communication with our staff and our internal conversations just like we're trying to be honest and transparent with our external communications to our community the last component of the strategic plan is community connection and so based on the the feedback we're receiving Uh, Through the strategic planning process, we want to be really intentional about that. So actually, uh, thank you, by the way, for your help on this, Mm -hmm. because uh, we identified that we wanted to have a little bit more radio presence in talking to our community about what's happening within our schools. Uh, So we are very fortunate here to be able to talk about the school board side of things. And then I believe uh, early next month, we get to sit down and talk about, uh, in a chat about, uh, talk about what's happening in, uh, with the school and give the community some updates on on current events happening within the school. So yeah. really excited about some of those things. We also want to be very transparent with our financial information, which we are uh, have on our website, and we continue to talk about it at our public meetings and so forth. So uh, those are some of the highlights of, of the things I'm going to be covering in the superintendent's report. In addition to this, I, I do want to recognize that we have had some pretty awesome student successes as well. Um, that I'm going to walk through at tonight's uh, board meeting uh, just to highlight our student successes here in the fall as we transition into winter activities.
0: Well, I just got to say, if you weren't such a cool guy, I don't know if we'd get you that extra time on the air, but, you know... It helps that you're a cool dude, so.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate being on the radio with you, and you always make it so easy.
0: Good, good. That, that's what brings it back. Hey, Justin, your, your chance to talk a little bit sure. there. I, of course, was on that uh, committee this summer about the strategic plan, as you sure. were as well. Just your thoughts on how that went and, and the plan that was adopted.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed being on it and uh, seeing everybody work together from the community, having uh, community members come and give input and feedback was uh, very important Uh, for me i think one of the belief statements that we have is we believe education is a partnership between students families staff and the community and that really resonated with me because um, just realizing that it's not just about the district staff this is a, a community effort and a part of our of our core beliefs is it's a partnership and we need to be engaging families and um, you know empowering them uh, more and more in their children's uh, education and and as community members being involved in that. And with that, uh, one of our goals under Community Connection is to engage our families with our school community by establishing cooperative relationships. So I'm excited to see how this is going to unfold on how we can connect more with the community and just realizing that the education of our future leaders and community members is really a partnership between all of us um, and, uh, and how we can connect and work together to Raise up the the next generation to be the best that we possibly can see for Bemidji.
0: One of the things I thought was so interesting about this, and I think we've talked about this in in other chat abouts, was whether it was be the the school staff, the um, administration, or the community polling of what took place. That it was pretty uniform across the board of the the highest priorities. Um, there was a lot of. Um, unanimity uh, between the entire community about what we need to do.
2: And, and that was what was fun. So I've, I've been in, uh, had the privilege of going through this several times with, with several communities. And one of the things that can be challenging from a time to time as a superintendent is when you get 25 different people saying 25 different things and you're thinking, okay, well, which is it? Uh, you are a hundred percent correct. When we looked at the data that we received, from our community from various stakeholders it was pretty easy to say okay these are the areas that people are value one of them being our cor- the course offerings you know mm-hmm. uh, people raved about our course offerings the options and opportunities that uh, students get at the majoria schools that was something that people universally accepted however they also said we have some we have some struggles too and they were very uh, uniform in those struggles as well. And so as we, as we look forward, um, you know, I think everyone agreed that our connection with our community is vital. Mm-hmm. We are a community school, our district, and our community should be working hand-in-hand, hand, as Justin was just talking about with parents. One of the concerns I have as an educator is we can only do so much yeah. as educators. We need the parents. We need mm-hmm. that support and that help, um, and I, I really appreciate what Justin said about parental involvement because we absolutely need it. And I was just talking about consistent attendance. We need parents to help us out with attendance. We can't do that on our own, yep. and uh, we will absolutely do our very best on, in the hours that we have these students for, but we also recognize that students have many more hours outside of the school walls, and so I think that partnership is just crucial. I
0: think one of the things I've always found really interesting is that in this school district, and I'm sure it's in every school district, we have got some incredibly high-achieving students who yeah. do amazing things, go to great colleges, and, and you find out what they did 10 years later, and you go, wow. Uh, and then you've got students that are struggling. And it's almost uniform if you look at the support system the students have, why they're struggling and why they're succeeding, mm-hmm. and just the things you talked about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of research that also talks about the importance of having a connection, a strong relationship with at least one adult in the school. Um, And and the reason for that is because those strong relationships, just like with the parental relationships, having a strong uh, individual within the school that a student looks to and can work with and, and, and go to when there's concerns uh, really affects the outcome of, of students. So again, it goes back to relationships, relationships, relationships.
0: We're talking with Justin Hoover, school board member, and Jeremy Olson, superintendent of schools. Uh, they are in to talk about tonight's meeting. Um, Justin, you've been on the board now about 11 months, I think. Well, uh, you were elected about a year ago and started in January. So what has been the biggest surprise to you that you didn't expect as a school board member
1: that's a great question uh i think i've seen uh firsthand the uh, the the culture and the environment in our schools is uh, a lot better than what i kind of perceived coming into it to be honest like i i was a little concerned one of the reasons uh why i ran was just you know wondering wanting to get my head around wanting to help see what I could do, Um, but as I'm, I'm here now, I'm seeing that we really do have a great district and my eyes have been open to um, realize more uh, the hard work our teachers are putting in and our staff and the school environment that we do have is, is actually quite a bit better than what I perceived before I came on the board. And that's been really encouraging for me um, mm-hmm. to just kind of have my eyes open more to realize that, yes, we do have a great district. We, we have definitely uh, shortcomings that we're working on. We're Um, you know we're not perfect by any means but we do have an amazing district with amazing teachers and staff so that's that's been very encouraging for me absolutely I I don't think there's
0: any large organization uh, be it public or private that doesn't have places it needs to be improved we have a small organization we have places that need to be improved I mean that's just nature of uh, humanity and working together
2: yeah, and as Justin was talking about, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not in my head saying, yep, we got some areas we could, <laughs> we could improve in. But you know, it's, it just want to echo that too. I, I've been so thrilled to just as I get to meet people and, and see what's happened. There's a lot of great things happening. A lot of people want to do the right thing. Um, there, there's challenges that we can overcome. There's some challenges that are going to be harder to overcome. Um, and so we're going to continue to work and uh, put our best foot forward.
0: Okay. Some of the other things that you mentioned that, that are coming up tonight that you have to deal is establishing polling places for potential special elections. Is it, are you predicting one, or is this just something you have to do?
2: No. Uh, so annually, we have to, um, if, if we want to combine polling places in the case of a special election. So there's some state law uh, that focus around, you know, if a school board member was to leave uh, and move to outside the district, there's things like that that could necessitate a special election. Um, And so just as a caution, uh, we do this to combine the polling places because it really cuts down on the expense if we would have to do a special election. I'm not anticipating a special election, uh, but at the same time, you know, there are things we have to prepare for that are unanticipated sometimes. And so uh, this is something that most districts do just as a contingency plan. And so we are going to be asking the board to approve the um, resolution to combine polling places as a way to reduce uh, any cost for a special elections should that happen. And, and you're going to see this on an, on an annual basis from us.
0: Okay. And we maybe have sold Central School?
2: So we have a, a an offer, a purchase offer right now on Central School uh, that we're going, the board is evaluating. There was some, uh, we had a closed session of the school board. And I can't go into that other than to say that we, st- uh, we did set up some parameters around uh, pricing. Uh, we've set some parameters around uh, use restrictions and so forth of the school. And what I can say is that uh, this purchase offer that's coming to the board did meet all the requirements and parameters that the school board set during that closed meeting.
0: Okay. So we'll know more soon. Correct. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um. What else is going on at the district and what else is going on in the meeting
2: tonight? Yeah, well, uh, two kind of fun things. Uh, We have been in negotiations with our bus drivers and our custodians and maintenance personnel, and we have a tentative agreement with both uh, of those organizations. And uh, really just want to, again, highlight both our custodians and our bus drivers. They work incredibly hard. Uh, They do such a great job, and it's fun to be able to bring this to the school board for uh, basically to uh, solidify a contract with both of those parties um, that, that meets the needs of, of the district and also meets the needs of uh, both of those associations. Uh, in addition to that, we're going to be bringing to the school board a uh, there's a policy that we use for our bus uh, technicians and bus uh, mechanics and uh, basically governs uh, wages and and some of the other um, hiring terms. And we're going to be basing that based on what uh, happened with our bus drivers. So kind of a a very uh, uh, mirroring that uh, bargaining group. And so we're going to be able to bring that up forward too. So we're going to be able to, uh, by getting these finalized, uh, turn around and offer a little bit larger, um, you know, salary and so forth to some of these really crucial positions. And so we're going to be able to also be able to do that with our bus drivers and custodians Turn around after the contract settled, be able to offer those new terms and conditions to potential employers, or employees, I should say.
0: Well, then I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask about uh, what's the situation with the teacher uh, negotiations right now.
2: Sure. Well, uh, we continue. So we just had a meeting with our uh, teachers bargaining group. Uh, so we continue to make incremental progress on that. Um, you know, it is one of those things where since we're in the middle of negotiations, I really can't go into great detail. But I just want to continue to say that I think both star- sides are, are working together, trying to find, uh, you know, how to how rectify, uh, you know, differences we, we may have and trying to settle a contract that is good for all parties. Uh, we need to make sure that we have a very competitive Uh, salary schedule uh, so that we can recruit the very best teachers. That's actually part of our strategic plan is to Mm -hmm. recruit and retain the very best staff we can. And so we continue to work towards those aims. I think both parties are committed to that.
0: Are there any other groups that still are negotiating or does that everybody?
2: No, we're actually walking through a process right now. So we are trying to work with each individual group. We have several uh, groups within the district. Um, So we are working through all the different groups and trying to look at very comparable packages for everyone.
0: All right. Anything else going on that's a district we should know?
2: Oh, uh, well, we're going to have two policies. Of course, we wouldn't have a board meeting (laughs) without bringing a couple of policies forward. Uh, So again, just to remind our listeners too that uh, the reason we're doing this is we're going through a comprehensive policy review. Uh, our first step on this policy review is to look at what are the mandated policies from MSBA, the ones that we're legally required to have, just to make sure that we have all those. And there was a couple that we were missing, so we're bringing those forward tonight. Um, the next step of that will be to go through a policy number revision, revision to reflect our MSBA numbers so that you'll be seeing our numbers switch here very shortly. And then the third component is then to do a comprehensive review of all of our policies holistically. So we started off with what do we absolutely need to have? Then we looked at what is our organizational structure, and we're going to be bring that forward here soon. And then the third component, we'll be doing a comprehensive look at our policies. So we've got a lot of policy work here in the next year that we're going to continue to bring back to the school board. So our process is we do all the policy work with our policy committee, and we get to bring that back to the school board. And they just love when I bring policy to them. I just, (laughs) I can tell the excitement in their eyes, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta
0: have (laughs) a glazed-over look.
2: You know, but it is, it's important because there's some really solid and good policies here. It's just, it's hard because there's a lot, it's a lot of verbiage and it's usually kind of a boring read, but it's really important to have, you know, a base of solid policies for our district.
0: Okay. Mm Well, Justin, uh, before we wrap it up, uh, now that you have been immersed in uh, the school district and school board for the last uh, almost a year now, uh, what what are you what are you hoping for in twenty twenty four in in your second full year?
1: Well, I'd like to see um, just. The strategic plan, I think if we can, it's important that we have a strategic plan, but it's more important that we implement it. Mm-hmm. So um, the steps that we're going to take to to see this implemented are going to be really important. And I know, Jeremy, you focused on that when we developed the plan. Mm-hmm. So you kept reiterating to us that um, it's not just about a vision or a mission statement or belief statements. It's about what can we get done in our district. So... Um, as we work on these objectives, as we implement them, it'll be interesting to see the progress that's uh, that's going to be made the next year um, in regards to this so, okay. yeah. well, the strategic plan.
0: Okay. Well, the board meeting is at what time again tonight? 6.30. Okay. And there are a couple of opportunities for, for the community to make comments, right?
2: Absolutely. I always like to highlight that. So we have a 5.45 listening session. So just for community members, we have a 5.45 listening session in which that's more the we'll have uh, two board members uh, in a in the conference room right off the board meeting uh, room and the individuals can come in and just you know have a conversation with board members it's a much more informal process Uh, that then gets brought the feedback from that gets then brought to this regular board meeting we actually review that so the board members in the in the open meeting will say hey we had um, you know two individuals and here was the we're not naming people at that point we're just and, and here were some of the concerns, uh, that feedback that's brought to me. And then it's my responsibility as a superintendent to follow up with those individuals and just make sure that we, you know, they get, either get the, an answer or, you know, whether it's depending on what the issue is, um, th- that we could do the follow-up work and get back to people. So we try, always try to complete that circle the the second opportunity so that's the first opportunity i know a lot of people are a little shy about coming to a board meeting right yes. but this is a nice opportunity at five forty-five to come in and have a conversation uh with board members and uh you know if there's any concerns questions comments whatever that does get relayed to me as a superintendent that will get handled now of course i can't promise outcomes right uh, my job is to to follow up and give truthful and accurate information, and then the second opportunity for people is during our public participation. So during our regular school board meeting, there's a public participation time in which people can come and um, voice concerns, questions, comments, and so forth. Uh, we we do are limited on time um, mm-hmm. with that, so we we want to make sure that people are respectful of that, and then we also want to make sure that all all conversations are are productive, and so. Uh, we obviously uh, can listen to concerns and so forth, but there are some rules that we have to uh, follow because we're in a public session, right? So we have to. There are some rules that we will um, go through with individuals if they if they so choose. So lots of lots of good opportunities. So you have public participation during the board meeting and listening session prior to the board meeting. Yeah, and
1: that's, that's a great point. It's just that the importance of hearing from the community. We really want to encourage people to come out and share with us because as board members, we, we need to hear what, what are your concerns, what are your encouragements. We're listening uh, to your voice, and it's important that you do come and speak. I know it can be intimidating, but just know, just be encouraged that um, you know we're here to support you, we're here to uh, work together with you. So please do come and share with us because we're very, very open and we want to be transparent in everything we do.
0: All right. Justin Hoover is a school board member. Jeremy Olson, the superintendent of schools. They are meeting tonight at uh, district headquarters just across the street uh, at, uh, what is it, 502 Minnesota Avenue. Uh, if you would like to be, attend that meeting and take part in either of those, uh, those comments, if you have something you need to say to the board, that's the time to do it. Guys, thanks for taking the time to be here today. Thanks for all you do, and have a very happy Thanksgiving.
2: You too. You thanks. As well.
0: Chatabout today has been sponsored by First National Bank Bemidji and the Bemidji Chrysler Center Honda of Bemidji. Tomorrow on Chatabout, we preview the latest Beltrami County board meeting with John Carlson, Beltrami County Commissioner. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. As always, thank you for taking time with us.